0: Alright, we're live.
1: Cool. So yeah, yeah, how was your day?
0: Uh, it was good. You know, started the day off with a meeting where we talked about anger and shit.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And what did they want you to do when you're angry?
0: (laughs) Uh, it wasn't really about, like, what to do when you're angry. It's more... It's more of a. How did you deal with your anger in the past?
1: Okay, but what does that mean? Like, what what do most people say, and then how did these dudes react?
0: Uh. Um, like, basically. Dudes were like, you know.
1: Wait, I can't hear you. Uh, what, what were you just saying?
0: I said, basically, dudes were saying that. Uh. You know, they use their higher power to help relieve them of anger once they realize that they were powerless over their anger.
1: Okay, wait, 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 I still can't hear you that much. The phone keeps breaking up.
0: Hold on a second. Try to
1: talk into the mic.
0: Can you hear me now?
1: Yeah, now I can hear you. Okay, what, what were you saying?
0: I said, basically, dudes were saying that, you know, their higher power and admitting that they were powerless over their addiction is what helped them get a, rid of their anger.
1: Okay, that doesn't make sense, because, like, the things that I get angry it's like, I know I'm not going to get rid of my anger, and what I need to do is get the guts to kill my enemies, you know, but that's, uh, I know I probably never have the guts to kill my enemies, so it's like... That's Man. you know, just goes the way it is.
0: Yeah, but that's the thing, you know, like admitting you're powerless and admitting that you will get angry, but you know, letting it go is at least, you know, how they teach us in the program is the best way to handle it.
1: Okay, I, I think that I think we need to use our anger to kill our enemies. I mean, I, I want to try to get the guts to throw enough of a temper tantrum to take away somebody's life or to take somebody's life.
0: Everybody don't want to kill somebody, Calcat. I know, I know. Well, shit.
1: That's where I'm at.
0: And then the second meeting was about re- relationships and recovery. Ah, uh, what
1: are they saying there?
0: Uh, well, a bunch of different people had a bunch of different things, but basically the whole thing was that, you know, if you're, you know, if you wouldn't think that you would date you, then you probably aren't ready. Okay. That's basically how it is. It's just like, you know, if you're sitting up and you don't know how to manage yourself, you don't got your life together, you know, what's the point in getting in a relationship?
1: Like, what do they mean? Like, when they say you don't know how to manage yourself, like, what does that mean? You just...
0: Well, especially in early recovery, you're sitting up, you know, all emotional. Your emotions are all over the place. People talked about they would turn their significant other into their higher power and stuff like that. And that's a bad way to go about it.
1: I don't know. You know, there have been women I've been with that I think could count as God. <laughs> women i think about every day they would you know would work as a god you know like uh that uh i would love to do rituals for and shit you know
0: and then after that well this chick you know that's probably fake sent me like uh half nude with her tits out so that was nice
1: hey, hey at least you got something meaningful Hey, hey, might be worth some.
0: Yeah, I told her I wouldn't. That would, that would
1: make me give her at least five bucks. <laughs> I
0: ain't giving her no money unless we're in a relationship.
1: Okay, right on. I don't know. To me, flashing your tits does a lot for me. Like if if uh, if I could see flashing your tits would do a lot for me. <laughs> Let me feel your nipples. That does a lot for me. <laughs>
0: That's the thing. I'm not feeling no nipples. <laughs>
1: yeah, but you're seeing them, man. you know. That's it.
0: Nah, that's not good enough.
1: Okay, okay, I can take it. I can take it.
0: I don't even know if this bitch is real, and like, you know, really, she
1: might not be. She might not be. What the hell? At least you got, at least you got some, some videos, some video footage of some tits, right? on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, she ain't sent no videos, and I've sent her videos, it's like, oh, yeah, I ain't buying this bitch.
1: Okay, right
0: Won't well, live chat, I'm just like, you know, I, I sent her a picture of me with my shirt off, and I told her that's all I'm willing to do. Oh.
1: editing. you know, I'd, pro- I'd probably send any woman a dick pic, but, you know, that's me, it's...
0: Yeah, cause I've had bitches sit up and get a dick pic before, and then they tried to blackmail me and said they'd post it to my social media if I didn't give them money. Oh,
1: okay. So I'd go, okay, go ahead, post it on my social media, you know, I don't give a shit. <laughs> that just means more people see what I look like, and you know, maybe they'll like it too.
0: <laughs> nah, I don't need no... Drama from that is too much family and all that on my Facebook like yeah.
1: Oh why not man? Wouldn't you want some wouldn't you want all your females wouldn't you want all your female relatives to see your dick? Come on. I would.
0: <laughs> I like watching fake incest porn, but I don't want to do any real life incest. I
1: do you know, I don't give a shit, man. What the hell? Let every female relative I know see my dick. I don't care. <laughs>
0: I would never hear the end of it.
1: I wouldn't even care, cause we know, well that's it but, you know, I don't talk to my family so I don't care, you just, you can say whatever you want, I'm a sick motherfucker, I don't give a shit. <laughs> and
0: then after that, my sister finally came around so me, her, and my niece went to uh, the fair. Oh, right on. So Any, I, any
1: fun stuff happened at the fair?
0: Uh, I got on a ride. That was cool.
1: Oh, which ride?
0: Uh, the zero gravity one. It's the one that spins you in a circle and then it like moves up and down so you're spinning in different directions and shit. No, right on. Cool. I was worried I wouldn't be able to fit, but then I fit. (laughs) Right on. I'm, like. I'm fatter than I was when I went to Kings Island. That bullshit at Kings Island, I couldn't fit on a new ride. That was some bullshit.
1: God, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was... At least there's one that let you on. Right on.
0: Yeah, played a game, won another toy for my nephew, so I got him like a little ball and shit. Right on. And then, what else? then I can
1: say he has three testicles. Exact. Right up.
0: And, uh, ate some corn dogs, like, you know, the pretty big ones, but they ain't worth the money. Uh, okay. It was six bucks for one corn dog. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah, uh, I can dig it. And then a medium fry with no salt on it with six dollars. That was some bullshit.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I can dig that.
0: Well, I was hungry, so I said fuck it. Had a slushy too.
1: Oh, right on. Hey. hey.
0: And uh, my niece refused to get on the frickin' ride, and I'm like, oh my gosh, she wouldn't get on no rides.
1: Okay, well, I'm kind of a wimp with a lot of shit, so I can relate to her.
0: Yeah, I would have got on some more rides, but I guess they went to lunch when after I rode the first ride. Okay. So, then so you met him at lunch. Yeah, then I ended up spending twenty bucks on fucking tickets, and I only spent five bucks worth. Okay. So I ended up giving it to a kid before mm-hmm. I left. Right on. There was a lot of uh, eye candy. I'm like, damn, like, next time I go to the fair next year, I'm going to pick up hoes.
1: Yeah, get a camera.
0: <laughs> All them big old booties and nice booties and shit. Okay. This one chick just had humongous, jugga titties. I was <laughs> just like, Jesus Christ. Those gotta be bigger than some G's or H's. Mm-hmm. And she had a nice ass. I'm like, damn. But well, she had kids. Not that that woulda will stop me in the future. Cool. Then I got to see the circus. It wasn't the most impressive, but it was a cool little circus. Know what they have? Uh, a chick with a whip. Um,
1: hey, hey, if you're into if you're into that dominatrix shit,
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much all the girls that were working at the circus I would have fucked.
1: Oh, right on. Any lesbian contortionists? <laughs> uh,
0: she was she wasn't full on contortionist, but she was pretty flexible. Hey, hey. Yeah, she was doing the splits in midair. I'm like, damn, hanging from a ring
1: she'd make a good hooker.
0: Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. And then this dude was on those, like, leg stilts and shit. Right on. And he was like the, uh, what the hell do they call the leader of the circus?
1: Ringmaster?
0: Yeah. The ringmaster was on stilts or whatever.
1: Alright, cool.
0: Yeah, I got video of it.
1: Cool. So then what happened?
0: Uh, you know, caught a lift back home and had it drop off my sister and niece after mm-hmm. it dropped me off.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I sat up and, uh, you know, started uh, working on some beats, which are coming along pretty nice. Cool. So far, the first one I sent my sister to listen to, she said it was okay, but this next one I got that's, like, it's, like, got, like, African drums and shit like that, so it's coming along nicely. Cool. I'll play it for you once I feel like it's done. Ready. Right yeah, I'd play it over the phone, but it's just like it—it it doesn't like you can't like hear it off the phone, like how like the bass and all that. Yeah, I can dig it. And then I sat up and uh, did that for hours. Probably like three, four hours. Uh, cool. Watch that new season of Legacies, like the witch, vampire, and werewolf show.
1: hmm
0: It's pretty interesting. Like, they mixed it up having the chick that's, like, a mixture of all three. Like, after she killed her boyfriend to, like, save everybody, she, uh you know, basically died and, like, became, like, a full tribrid where her vampire traits were activated and that turned off her emotions.
1: Yeah, okay. That's freaky.
0: Yeah, so now she's, like, she fucking, like, put, uh, the dude that she was, uh, raised by pretty much into a coma and broke his back. <laughs> Well. And then, like the chick that was basically her stepsister, she killed her. Whoa. Yeah, so, so things she's,
1: we, So she's becoming uh what do you call it? Uh uh savage.
0: <laughs> yep, she's full on going. Survival press on these bitches. <laughs>
1: right on, right on. Well, I guess it makes good TV.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a good show. Cool.
1: So then what
0: happened? Uh set up and uh, you know, I ate some breakfast sandwiches, drank some uh green tea. Right on. Uh, green tea with citrus. Right on. And, uh, yeah. Do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, that was my day. Okay,
1: well, my day was... Uh, started out with me being woken up by someone pouring... Smelled like piss on me. <laughs> that wasn't fun. Wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see... Uh and I tried to go back to sleep and couldn't really till later in the morning. And then I woke up and uh went and got uh I don't know, talked to this friend of mine named Anthony. We're you know, we just talking for a little bit and went to the bathroom, you know, the bathroom finally opened up and got some munchies or someone gave me some munchies so I munched out and then this chick got really pissed off because one of the tweakers or the junkies stole uh, her backpack with all her stuff so then she's going I'm going to call the cops and I'm going to have them search your bags because I think you stole my stuff like no I don't steal nobody's shit you know I don't believe in that shit and it's like so I just said fuck this and just jumped on a bus I don't need cops like searching through all my shit (laughs) And, uh, it's like, uh, went, uh, went to the, went to my old neighborhood and then Mike Shields called me. So I talked to him for a little while, uh, hung out, went and munched out on some more food. Uh, and, uh, I know they had this dude playing guitar that was, I don't know, he's okay. Did a good version of the, uh, I'm not sure who wrote the With God on Our Side song. I don't know know if that was, I'm not sure who wrote that. It was a Bob Dylan or some black dude, or I don't know who wrote that song, but, uh, that was cool. And, uh, and I went to finally, like, went back on the bus, I need to get to the bathroom and then that, like you called when I was getting on the bus or when I was on the bus and so uh finally went to a bathroom, came back out here, and uh, now I'm just uh, now I'm just here talking on the phone.
0: What did you do about the pissy clothes?
1: Well, I don't think they're that pissy. I don't know. I mean, most of it got on my backpack, and I think most of it dried off. It doesn't smell that pissy, so I'm just like, fuck it. I just don't care anymore. Shit, people do shit to me all the time, and I just... Nothing really matters. Shit.
0: Yeah, I think it's like somebody pissed on my sleeping bag while I was sleeping once or twice.
1: Uh, right on. Uh, who
0: knows? Uh, but welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Air in Order show. I'm your host, Air in Order.
1: And I'm Kyle Chaos.
0: And uh, we got 45 minutes of Google left.
1: Okay, right. And let's see what the Googlers have to say.
0: and then it made national news when some dude was, like, heckling AOC.
1: No, uh, what happened?
0: Uh, he was saying, like, uh, look, it's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, my favorite big booty Latina. Okay. I
1: don't know. That'd be... A good, I, I mean, wouldn't... If, if someone was calling me that, wouldn't that be a compliment? <laughs>
0: And she was complaining about it and called the cops on him for it, and... uh... Okay, but that
1: just means she's a bitch. I mean, that's just proving everybody that thinks she's a bitch. Like, if you just compliment her, Oh, that's sexist! I'm gonna call the cops! You know, it's like... This is, you know, she's just a, a bitch. You know, she's just proving that she's a bitch, because... You just say something nice to her and she'll call the cops because everything's offensive and everything means, I can put you in jail. See, I get the power to put you in jail. Woo! It's like, shit, you know, this is why us men need to fight a violent war against women. Shit. Kill as many strong women as possible.
0: Yeah, she did not handle it well.
1: (laughs) That's what I mean. This is just her showing how much of a bitch she is, and it's like, you know, why should we be peaceful with you when we're, like, complimenting you, and you're just like, I'm sorry. I'm offended. I'm going to call the cops. You know, it's like, you know, your whole trip is, I got the power to lock you up in prison. Woo. You know, it's like, Shit, we need. To, if you're gonna be like that, the US men need to fight war. Fuck this shit.
0: Yeah, but she was looking good in that dress she was wearing.
1: Yeah, but that's the thing. She looks good in the dress, so she can get somebody to to, to say something about her, and then she can call the cops. And go see, I got the power to throw you in prison. Woo! <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's why I've never really liked her and shit, you know.
1: Well, I mean, that is, she really is a bitch, you know, like, that's... Like, she has to, like, when you act like that, people have the right to call you a bitch, you know?
0: Yeah, and then, uh, Bill O'Reilly sat up and said that they need to make laws to protect the, uh what's it called, the uh, politicians and shit, and to stop dudes from doing shit like that. Like what? Like, heckling and all that.
1: Okay, well, then Bill O'Reilly, I mean, he's full of shit, dude. I mean, people wanted to fuck with him for, like, the same shit they're fucking with this dude for, and he's being full of shit, going, oh, we gotta protect these politicians, uh, you know nobody should be made fun of like what the hell like Bill O'Reilly you're not on being made fun of god damn like you really got like a huge thing up your ass if you think you're beyond that anybody who's a, a politician or somebody like that oh we can't make fun of politicians nobody should be able to handle a politician like, god damn like all these people want to make everything illegal and it's just it's just ridiculous Uh, I don't know. That, that's fucked up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so what's so what's the first story in uh, Google? Unless there's some other story you want to you want to uh, deal with.
0: Uh, MBS hits back at Biden after the president confronts Saudi prince about Khashoggi.
1: Well, no, no, that's kind of interesting. So who's MBS?
0: Mohammed bin Salman.
1: Okay, so this is the dude, the Saudi Arabian prince who wound up getting this journalist killed. Yeah. Okay, and Joe Biden's confronting this dude. Yeah. Okay.
0: In the meeting, Ben Salman, also known as MBS... Denied responsibility for the killing of Khashoggi at the Kingdom's Istanbul consulate.
1: Okay, I kind of have a hard time believing he didn't do that, (laughs) but okay.
0: Biden said he indicated that he disagreed with MBS based on U.S. intelligence assessments.
1: Okay, which I believe those U.S. intelligence assessments are real. I think those are correct assessments, (laughs)
0: In response to Biden bringing up Khashoggi, MBS cited the sexual and physical abuse of prisoners at Iraq's Abu Ghraib prison by U.S. military personnel and the May killing of Palestinian journalist Shirin Abu Akhle in the occupied West Bank. Well, Biden isn't connected to that.
1: No, he is connected to all that. I mean, maybe Obama was connected to the first. Or no, no, George Bush Sr. was. Or no, George W. Bush was connected to the first thing. Uh, what was the second thing?
0: May killing of Palestinian American journalist Shireen yeah, Abu. No,
1: yeah, no, Biden has something to do with that because we've installed Israel as, as our country's puppet government. Oh, wait, let me see who's on the other line. Just a minute. Hello?
0: I should probably stop the podcast.
1: It's all, like, I you gotta know, just talking about all the weird shit going on there, and I'm just, I'm glad I'm not in that house. I'm glad I'm not there.
0: I thought Russell loved it there.
1: I don't know. Well, I guess he's getting an apartment or something, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, we'll see. And, uh, SSI can get you that pretty quick.
1: I don't know. I don't know. if uh, this week somebody from I don't know Family Services has been trying to find me a place, and they haven't found anything that's not just as bad as that, really.
0: <laughs> All right, ready to get back to the story.
1: <gasps> yeah, it's okay. So we're we're in the story. Uh, Biden is confronting. Okay, so so Biden's confronting uh, the Saudi Arabian prince about killing the American uh, journalists, or that what? Yeah, the journalist in in the uh, uh, the Saudi Arabian prince is pointing out our uh, our uh, hypocrisy and our uh, human rights uh, abuses. So the okay, so yeah, and, and I think they could say that. Uh, the killing of the, the uh, of the uh, Palestinian journalists is part of our problem because Israel is our puppet government and uh, all that. So I, I think uh, I think the people of Saudi Arabia have a, a good argument when they're saying uh, that that is uh, Biden's fault. But okay, uh, what else? He do was call?
0: killed by Israeli soldiers. How is that his problem?
1: Because Israeli, the Israeli military is part of our puppet government. The the money from, and it's doing doing a podcast. I'm just to... Okay. Anyway, but anyway, so. Uh... Uh, the uh, so okay the the uh, I mean the, the Israeli military they get all their weapons from our country our country pretty much gives Israel all its weapons uh, so everything that Israel does is kind of done by our country's orders I mean that's why Israel is is the the country that is most favored by our country in the Middle East because they do what our country tells them to. They are an American puppet government. You know, Israel is a puppet government of America or of the United States. That's exactly what it is. So anything that, uh, the Israeli army does to a, a journalist is done on the orders of Joe Biden, or whoever the current United States president is. When Trump was president, they were doing Trump's orders.
0: This is the 1st time hearing that she was killed under his orders. Okay. Sounded more like friendly fire to me.
1: Okay. But I mean, the whole war, like everything, the whole war between Israel and Palestine is backed up by our army, our government, all that shit. Okay, anyway, uh, what else in the article?
0: Saudi Minister of State Foreign Affairs Adel Al Jubair echoed the sentiment in an interview with CNN's Wolf Blitzer shortly after the end of the meeting. Okay. We investigated, punished, and ensured that this doesn't happen again, Jubair said when asked about the Khashoggi murder. Okay. This is what countries do. This is what the U.S. did when the mistake of Abu Ghraib was committed.
1: Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing that the Saudi Arabian uh, prince pointed out, was that mistake that George W. Bush made, uh, which, you know, wasn't really considered a mistake, because, again, that was our country's orders at the time. And, again, that's, that was what George W. Bush's fault uh, for, for that shit. But it was deliberately done by George W. Bush. Anyway, what else in the article?
0: Well, I guess it was a targeted attack by Israeli forces because she was a Palestinian supporter.
1: Yeah, no, it definitely was. And whenever that's happened, it's done by the orders of our government. (laughs) We're the ones that arms Israel. We're the ones that, that that give Israel the ability to do what it does. You know, that's why the Arabs wanna do shit to our country because if it wasn't for us funding Israel and arming Israel and giving the orders to Israel for whatever it does, a lot of the shit that Israel's doing to the Palestinians wouldn't be happening. I mean, in a way, that's why everybody that died in 9-11 deserved to die because our country made that shit happen by everything that we did to the Palestinians uh, that, that we gave Israel the orders to do and that we armed them to do and, and all that.
0: Mm-hmm. I think the problem's a lot bigger than the Palestinians. I well, think it is. I think it's just the general sentiment from the West interference from, you know, since the fall of the Ottoman Empire and, you know, the Crusades well, too, yeah. and shit like that.
1: You yeah, know, you're right on that one. You're right on that one. It's just recently the main thing that we're doing is is helping the Israelis fuck with the Palestinians by arming them and funding them and all that. Anyway, uh, what else is in the article?
0: In the West Bank on Friday, Biden said the U.S. insists on a full and transparent accounting of the killing of the journalist.
1: Okay, which makes sense. The U.S. has a right to that to ask for that. Um, what else in the article?
0: I hope, Biden said, I hope that her legacy will inspire more young people to carry on her work of reporting the truth and telling stories that are too often overlooked. The United States will continue to insist on a full and transparent accounting of her death and will continue to stand up for media freedom everywhere in the world.
1: Except for in our own country. (laughs) Because damn it, the U.S. is not standing up for media freedom in our own country, especially when it comes to the internet. So that's a big joke. The U.S. is going to stand up for media freedom. Bullshit. When we're telling them to censor the internet and for any story that doesn't go along with the official U.S. government line, the U.S. does not give a fuck about media freedom.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. That's the end of the article.
1: Okay, so okay, uh, Biden got to to point out how fucked up uh, the Saudi Arabian prince is, and the Saudi Arabian prince pointed out uh, our hypocrisy and our uh, human rights abuses, and uh, uh, really, you know, it's kind of like the same exchange that happens every time we have an exchange with Saudi Arabia. It's kind of a similar exchange. And we still, it, it, it's still like nothing. You know, it's it, it's like both of us are fighting with each other and nobody's getting anywhere because, like, we're going to Saudi Arabia and going, You killed the journalists, and Saudi Arabia is going to us. Well, you guys have human rights abuses, and we can't say as a country, No, we don't have the human rights abuses. So we still wind up looking bad at the media. And meanwhile, they look bad in the media because they did kill the journalists, so okay, that's what's going on. Anyway, uh, let's go to the next article.
0: Gavin Newsom threatens action against UCLA due to Big Ten move. To Big Ten what? Move.
1: Okay, why does Gavin Newsom want to do something to... UCLA because of some Big Ten. Okay, what's, what's this about? Like, what's in the article? Because I still don't get what this is about.
0: Regarding UCLA's impending 2024 move out of the Pac-12 conference to the Big Ten.
1: Okay, why should Gavin Newsom get even with us because of that? <laughs>
0: Newsom explained how he heard about UCLA's decision and his initial reactions to it.
1: Okay, I'm still trying to understand what his initial reactions to it are. Why does he want to punish them for it?
0: <laughs> he specifically highlighted that UCLA did not give advance notice to the University of California's Systems Board of Regents. Same okay, wait, say it. that? Say that part again? He specifically highlighted that the UCLA did not give advance notice to the University of California Systems Board of Regents. Okay. Same. So
1: because... Okay
0: saying the negotiations were done in isolation and without their oversight or support.
1: Yeah. Okay, so what's Gavin Newsom going to do about it?
0: The full quote is even more critical, with Newsom implying he was frustrated with finding out about it in the news like everyone else.
1: Okay, so still, what's he going to do about it?
0: He also expressed that in his mind, the decision lacked decency, and that the impact will be felt throughout the state's universities, not just the UC schools.
1: Okay. I still don't get why he's upset, but okay. Like, what's the bad thing that's going to happen because they did this?
0: for his part Martin Jarmond the UCLA athletic director claimed the move was mostly about increasing exposure in the NIL era okay
1: so again why is that such a bad thing according to uh, uh, Newsom I don't get it
0: By opening the school up to potentially more nationally televised games in East Coast markets, Jarman says they can now provide an enhanced opportunity for student-athletes to find their voice and their brand and what's important to them.
1: That's what I mean. So what's so bad about that? That all sounds like good stuff, so why is Newsom pissed? Wait a you still there? Yeah. Okay, I don't know if you said anything. My my ear was kind of half off the phone. I'm trying to button up a shirt while I'm talking to you. Yeah, I still don't hear anything. So let me button this shirt and then I'll figure out what's going on. Yeah, okay. Okay, got it buttoned. Okay, so were you saying anything? No. Okay, so... I still don't know why Newsom's so pissed off about this. But anyway, uh, what, what else in the article, I guess? Because I don't get this.
0: Like many who have fled his state's managerial incompetence, UCLA has found greener pastures with an organization based elsewhere.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm kind of on UCLA's side on this. I don't, I don't see why Gavin Newsom's making such a big deal. You know, outside of our people aren't getting as much money and, and stuff out of the, you know, like we're not getting as much revenue out of this. I think is why it seems so pissed off about it.
0: Yeah, because the school currently owes uh, the government or whoever a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. and that's the end of the article they don't explain what he plans to do okay so
1: Gavin Newsom is pissed off at UCLA for some ridiculous reason and most of us don't think it makes any sense so okay uh, should we go to the next article yeah okay mm mm-hmm.
0: Amazon instructs New York workers don't sign union cards.
1: I bet they would, but why would anybody pay attention to Amazon since everybody knows that Amazon doesn't want them to have a union? So, uh, I don't know, yeah, let's definitely go into this.
0: Amazon, the second largest employer in the United States, has made plain its desire to keep its workforce from unionizing. In one of its warehouses, ALB 1 in upstate New York, that message has become crystal clear. Don't sign a card.
1: Okay. If I was them, I'd go, why should we listen to you? You dudes want to Treat us like crap, you know. Okay. Well, what else in the in the article?
0: The carousal of anti-union posters went up today, and cycles between approximately seven different slides, each actively discouraging workers from signing a union card. Okay. It's on a constant loop while people punch in and punch out of their ships, he said.
1: Okay, well that's gotta be annoying having to hear Amazon propaganda every time you go to work. That's gotta suck. We don't want you to be able to join a union. You know, god damn. I mean, I just keep going, why do you want to work for these assholes? They
0: pay a lot of money.
1: Yeah, I guess they pay a lot of money, but God, did they treat people like shit?
0: Anyway,
1: uh, what else in the, uh, article?
0: Will the Amazon labor union's voice replace mine, the signage? At ABL, ALB1 appears to represent the most forceful tack the company has taken in expressing its disdain for an organized workforce. Okay. The company also has a track record of breaking labor laws and frustrating organizing efforts.
1: Yeah. yeah thats they're a fucked up company. Really, Amazon's. Amazon is a fucked up company.
0: Firing... (coughs) Firing or otherwise retaliating against workers. Preventing workers from handing out pamphlets. And interfering with union elections.
1: Yeah, well that's what Amazon does. Jeff Bezos is a serious asshole.
0: We've asked both Amazon and the National Labor Relations Board to comment on the legality of this signage. And we'll update our story if we receive a response.
1: Okay. Um, What else in the article?
0: Workers at ALB1 have been pushing... To form a union since at least May. It's not yet clear if the organizing efforts are pointed towards joining Amazon Labor Union, the grassroots group that successfully voted to unionize one of the Staten Island facilities in April. Uh-huh. That said, based on the new signage, management at this fulfillment center appears to consider the group its primary threat. Nearly all of the signs specifically reference ALU, which the company calls untested and unproven.
1: Okay, well I'm pretty sure people that work for Amazon see Amazon as their most immediate threat. (laughs) So, okay, I'm pretty sure the feeling is mutual between the uh, bosses and the uh, workers that the workers see the bosses as an immediate threat, and the bosses see the uh, workers as, a, as an immediate threat. So, okay.
0: Another even suggests joining ALU would involve giving up some measure of personal privacy. No, it's not clear in what way.
1: Well, I mean, if if it is giving up personal privacy, then I would think it would be the uh, management of the company that would be taking away more people's privacy. I don't think the union would really be doing that.
0: We've asked ALU for comment as well. Mm -hmm. And we'll update this story if we hear back from the group. Mm -hmm. That's the end of the article. Right in. But
1: okay, that just means boo Jeff Bezos, boo Amazon, you suck. Nobody should want to work for your company. Your company treats your people like shit. Fuck you, Amazon. Fuck you, Jeff Bezos. Anyway, let's go to the next article.
0: Uh, It's time to go to NPR.
1: Okay, well... Oh, and today's a Saturday, so that means we probably don't have that much good stories on NPR, but uh, we will try and hope we have some. (laughs) Because usually on weekends, NPR does a lot of stupid human interest stories that none of us care about on their... uh, website, but let's see what they got. Okay, how much time do we have on this segment?
0: Uh, seven and a half minutes.
1: Okay. So we got enough time for at least one article.
0: Yeah. Okay. What the subpoena for the secret services erased text means for the January sixth probe.
1: Okay, yeah, let's let's go into this. Um, what's in the article? You there? Yeah. Okay, so what are we doing?
0: Waiting for the page to load.
1: Okay, okay, that's why we're. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out.
0: The Secret Service has been subpoenaed in the ongoing probe into U.S. Capitol riot on January 6, 2021. A move that a former Federal Prosecutor calls aggressive insignificance. Okay. The House Select Committee leading the investigation is asking the Federal Agency to turn over reportedly deleted text messages from the days surrounding the attack, as well as any relevant action reports. Okay. The Secret Service has until Tuesday to produce agents' phone records that some believe may shed light on President Donald Trump's actions during the riot. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, it may. It may. Okay, I don't know. I
1: don't know if they have anything to pin... I don't know if they have anything to pin on him or not. We'll find out. I tend to think they don't, but there's a good chance they might, so we'll see.
0: Yeah, they'll pay bullshit (laughs) on.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Run, 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 fast as you can. You can't catch me, I'm the Teflon man.
1: Probably, who knows. But okay, what else in the article?
0: The Secret Service has recently garnered attention after former White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson testified to the January 6th committee. According to yeah. Hutchinson, Trump had a heated exchange with his Secret Service detail after demanding to be driven up to the Capitol on the day of the insurrection. Okay. Anthony Guglemmy, a spokesperson for the Secret Service, told NPR that his agency plans to swiftly respond. To the plan, the panel's subpoena, though it's unclear what records will be retrievable. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: That's the end of the article.
1: Okay, well, uh. We'll see if uh, I mean it's kind of another article that doesn't explain that much. I mean, we still don't know if, if uh, this this committee has that much on on Trump or not, or even the Secret Service or not. I don't know. I don't know if this article told us. But I mean, do you think this article told us anything?
0: Eh, it gave us the basic gist of what their plan is.
1: Okay, what do you? Because I'm not I'm not quite getting it. What What do you think the basic gist is?
0: They're basically trying to find a smoking gun that'll get Trump in trouble.
1: okay. Okay. Okay, that makes sense then. Okay, so that's what it's about. Okay, uh, should we go to the next article? Yeah. Okay.
0: I mean, I admit that it looks suspicious that they deleted text messages, but...
1: Yeah, no, that is
0: pretty suspicious.
1: Um, how much how many minutes do we got left in the segment?
0: Two and a half.
1: Okay, so maybe we can get an article in. Let's see.
0: Harris heads to Pennsylvania. Underscoring its critical role in the fate of abortion rights.
1: Okay. Uh, let's go into this. And this is Kamala Harris they're talking about?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, so let, let's go into this.
0: Kamala Harris calls for abortion protections. Campaigns for Fetterman and Shapiro during Philadelphia visit. Okay. Yeah? Vice President Kamala Harris met with Pennsylvania lawmakers in Philadelphia on Saturday, mm-hmm. underscoring the critical role that their state will play in deciding the fate of reproductive rights at both the state and federal levels. Okay. After greeting Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kinney at the airport, Harris joined more than forty state lawmakers and members of Congress for a round table discussion at the Eastern Atlantic States Regional Council of Carpenters building on Spring Garden Street.
1: Okay, wait, is his name really Kenny? Kinney? Oh, Kenny. Oh Kinney, okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, what else in the article?
0: Uh, we only got thirty seconds left.
1: Okay, so what should we do? Try to name the next one, or, or stop here? Or what should we do?
0: Yeah, we should figure out what we're gonna call this.
1: Okay, what what did we cover in uh, in Google, and what did we cover in in uh, NPR? Uh, okay, I know we covered the uh, journalists and uh, or the 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 the. Uh, Biden confronting the Saudi Arabian prince and the Prince uh, uh, talk pointing out our, our country's human rights abuses. Uh,
0: Welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron B- order show. I'm your host Aaron Order.
1: And I'm Kyle Chaos. Uh, so tune in next time when we hear about how we're being screwed with and how we're trying to stop ourselves from being screwed with I guess this show. Is, I guess, partially about how that journalist got screwed with, and partially about how the uh, Palestinians are continuing to be screwed with, and now Middle Eastern people are continuing to be screwed with. Um, definitely the Amazon people are screwing with uh, their uh, employees. And uh, the, uh, I don't know, maybe Biden is trying to stop uh, people that want. Uh, Uh, abortion to be legal and easier to come by or is trying to stop them from being screwed with. So we'll see how everything goes.
0: Alright, get out of here you hippies. This hippie's bailing. Alright, peace out.
1: Peace out.